1: Welcome to the Best Friends Fan Cast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Isla Lowry.
2: And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda.
1: This week we will talk about the Monday show, uh, Andy Letterman is back, and the Thursday show, Jackie Squirrel Poop, Tim's Stock Photos, Cake or Pie. But first, let's do a round of shoutouts. I'm sorry. But first, let's welcome our fucking special guest. My God. It's like I've never done this before. The gardeners, the... The morning uh, Bud Light seltzer—it's all getting to my head right now. Uh, welcome back to the show, Leela. Hi. Thank S- you for having me. I'm so glad we get to talk to you. And um, tell us how you're doing. I mean, we got to talk a little bit before, but share with share with the audience.
3: I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. Um, I, you know, I work in a school, so that's very exciting right now. Um, and it's winter in Massachusetts, so we just got like a foot of snow. It's really pretty. Um, so I I think I'm doing really well.
1: I like to hear that. And you were saying that you just got COVID tested and that it was negative, but uh so you get to go get your test sooner because you're in the school system? Or you get to go get the vaccine, I'm sorry.
3: I so according to the Massachusetts schedule of of how they're Distributing it uh school school workers I think are part of phase two. So not not before the first first line like health workers, but uh ahead of ahead of your average Joe, I guess.
1: So you're in the second round uh in Massachusetts. It's pretty exciting, Correct. right? Like this the fact that there's a vaccine, I, I I'm excited about it. I know little Rafi, did you go on and see where you are in line for the vaccine?
2: Well, Jen sent us the link, and I answered some questions. And according to this website, which has questionable validity, it says that I probably fall into the third group in vaccine distribution, which is phase two. And there are an estimated 5.5 million people ahead of me in California. And uh, in total, about 14% of the state population will probably get the vaccine before me. But I like those numbers, you know. Do they're you? not. Uh, <laughs> they're they're not. It's not like I'm very last, uh, but I'm also, you know, not you know front of the line. But five million people. That's uh, how many people live in California. Mm. Eighty million. <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> so that's so that's good odds. Yeah, I did not go on and do it because. What, how do they work that out though? Like, they, I mean, it's, is your name literally on a list or is it just where you stand in no. like well, your life? No.
2: The, well, this website thing that Jen gave us the link to, it just asks you, like, you know, where do you live? Uh, what is your age group? What is your job? Pretty much, I can't remember what else it asked, but that's pretty much it. It's just like, are you exposed to people and uh, how old are you? Oh, like, yeah, pre existing conditions, shit like that.
1: Okay, that, that makes sense. So people could lie to get a little head, maybe?
2: <laughs> no. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't see why not.
3: I, I took the one that I think it's on like the New York Times website and it shows me in like a line that represents my state. And I'm behind 30 people. Wait, no. 30,000 people in Massachusetts will get it before me.
2: Wow, <laughs> I was going to say thirty. I know. People. I was like, like man, "What wow, are you doing like here?
1: <laughs> Go get in line." Um, do wow. you have to have a, a a prescription like from your doctor? Is it something you could just? Are they just going to have them at like Albertsons pharmacies? Like, how is this going to be administered? I think that. Well, I I heard that,
3: that CVS and uh, okay, a couple of different uh, pharmacy stores have have said that they'll just be giving it out for free i'm assuming that you know at least here they'll probably have some sort of like drive through something or other um you know we have a big testing facility at the university so i would imagine that'll be involved somehow but there's you know there's got to be some tracking because you have to go back for that second dose
1: right is this is like exciting and scary and just like weird and uh... Once again, like yeah. at the beginning of all this, I thought, what's going to be the new normal? And at least we're kind of slowly getting to probably what it's going to be. is wearing masks a lot, and maybe we won't all catch each other's colds in the future, which is nice. Oh, that would <laughs> right? be a dream. Yes. You know, in other countries that, that do wear masks, I mean, they've figured that out, and I always thought, I sh- people should. We should all be wearing masks when we're sick, but I don't want to look like the only one that's walking around with a mask. But now I feel like the stigma of wearing a mask is like, well, besides the trumpets, like it's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're protecting each other and that's nice.
3: (laughs) I also hope that this will make like coworkers who are sick, stay home and And people not send their kids in
1: sick leave. And, you know, or at least, you know, because people can't afford to take off when they're sick or, can't have their kids be at home because they're at work so there's if this could change the future of the the landscape of like when people are sick let's take care of our sick people i mean that's kind of a a win indeed all right so not only a shout out to the vaccine but um do you guys have a round of shout outs little rafi do you want to go first
2: sure i will go first shout out to cara down in australia because she recently posted a picture from last week and she was at like a one of those paint and sip type of things. Yes. And then she also posted like a, a dinner photo. There are like fucking 30, 40 people having dinner together. And I was like, wow, was this taken years yeah. ago? She's like, this was last week, That's because what they I have too. a country <laughs> that is operating uh, you know, properly. But then again, they have much fewer people living there, but still, they are back to normal, like nothing ever happened. Wow. Shout out to her. Also, shout out to Lauren Kelly because she got us a great christmas gift she gave us a cameo from allison rosen got the whole family in there so thank you for that and i also have a call out in relation to last week's uh christmas gift that i gave you lisa oh God. on twitter one a lee oh, okay. said that the best gift is not my uh cross-stitch thing that i had pretty much no part in making happen <laughs>
1: painstakingly not
2: yeah i painstakingly trolled through uh, etsy.com to find this person to make this gift of a tweet that i did not type but anyway he said no the best gift is a fire extinguisher and for that i have to call him out because i'll be god damned if i have anything read in my home LeBron's. I'd rather burn to death, okay? Oh my god. So you take your fire extinguisher and you get out of my face.
1: Do you know they make them in white, too? Your favorite color.
2: Oh, I'll take one of those. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, that was easy. (laughs) I know. Why did you say so?
1: I know. Uh, I know he gave Allison one for the baby shower gift when we did her little baby shower Patreon thing. And And David Huntsberger. And David Huntsberger. And I think. He's always promoting that that's a good gift uh, for people, which I agree. Um, but it definitely doesn't trump Here's another call-out, actually. <laughs> uh,
2: Lee Bruns, are you trying to put hard-working firefighters out of work, pal? <laughs> I'm going to put my own fires out? What do you got against these hunky dudes in their big red truck? Calling <laughs> oh them God. out.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> well, I know what I'm starting the show with.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Buck and Brittany down in tejas Yeah, uh, he's a firefighter. That's why I'm bringing it up, not because he's a hunky dude in a um, red truck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're one and the same, but yeah, okay, <laughs> they go hand in hand. Um, I sent you a picture of a of a firefighter last night, Lil Rafi, but. Uh, he was wearing a trumpet. What? Yeah.
2: Oh, oh he's a firefighter? Yeah, isn't that so? Oh, strange? I was like, no, you didn't.
1: Oh no you didn't. Uh... I I'd be checking.
2: Uh, yeah, he he fits the uh, description for what I think of as a firefighter, yeah, <laughs> you kinda, know what I mean.
1: It kind of looks like a um like a pervert. <laughs> okay. Anyway, shout out to all the firefighters that may be listening because, you know, hit me up. Uh, DM. So uh Leela, do you have any shout outs? Uh kind of forgot
3: to think about it but i guess i will uh send a shout out to the sassy guy working the starbucks drive through window this morning Ooh. who i got the star treatment because i was with my sister who's like a celebrity there and uh <laughs> he he said i have a really pretty name and they were just super friendly and awesome. i really appreciate uh them continuing to work during this troubled time
1: i feel like every drive through starbucks person is sassy Everyone it's, I've gotten is, and they're super friendly and um, qu- with some sass, and I like that. So you got a little. Your name is cool. It's probably rare that they get Leela rolling through there, and your well, sister my, my sister's
2: Ariel. So
1: <laughs> right. Um, we still have if, not met. Her. So
2: <laughs> yeah, I well, I, I I was laughing because I what makes someone a celebrity at a Starbucks?
3: Uh, she goes there like a lot, and so they just know her, and she's there really early in the morning when there's not a lot of people there so you know she gets the 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 nice people there's one girl there who like sings to you through the drive through speaker oh wow um yeah it's an interesting bunch and like if you go on the app it's just a bunch of like salty college students but (laughs) the morning people are just very pleasant and uh she spends a lot of money there so normally Mm. i'm the celebrity at the coffee shop because you know i'm a regular at our other coffee shop but in this instance, I was referred to as sister oh, of Ariel. Yeah, wow. it was weird. I'm not used to that.
1: Well, Rafi, where are you famous at?
2: Well, before I answer that, you know how we, we talk about how at Trader Joe's, whenever I go, they don't say yes. a word to me. Yeah. <laughs> also, at Starbucks, the few times that I've gone, they are not particularly friendly. It's really? like like you said, a, the salty college kid. I feel like that's who I always get. Aww. Um. And so where am I a celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry?
1: So it's you. It's something yeah, you're definitely. Putting out there.
2: It's, it's resting bitch face, I'm sure of it. Uh, even with the mask on, they can tell that <laughs> I, have, I have the face going on. Um, <laughs> where am I a celebrity? Um, joke answer, I would say Dames and Games. The strip club that's not too far from me that I pass on my way home every day. But in reality, where am I a celebrity? God. I don't know, but I was thinking about this recently. Back in the day in Colorado, me and my friend, this is sad, maybe. Uh We used to hang out at a Cece's Pizza a lot because we could get all the the pizza we could eat.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes. For
2: $5, we could get all the pizza. Spaghetti
1: or whatever. (laughs) Gross.
2: And my friend, I call him the garbage disposal because whenever I have any leftover food, I just give it to him and he shovels it down. Um, he's not fat. He's in shape. That's why he eats a lot. And there we were like friendly with all the workers and stuff. Um, and like throughout the years, like I've been a regular at places occasionally. I don't know why I can't remember the other ones, but yeah, nowhere now, which is kind of sad.
1: Yeah. I'd say nowhere now. I, I used like at the Elks Lodge, of course, like, you know, everybody there and everybody knows you and they set you up with whatever drink they know you already are going to have. Like it's, that was a huge benefit of going there. I don't know if I have any others anymore. Um down down on the corner at Larry's house.
2: <laughs> oh, I was seeing at the van mm-hmm. store where you oh! go and buy your what what is the the old school? The old school? That, that's what it's called.
1: Yeah, that's what it's called.
2: They so I got a Nordstrom ad on Instagram and it's a fleece lined old school van shoe. And I was like, Do they think what? I'm Lisa? <laughs>
1: I would not wear that trash, but I have seen those. Um, no, they think that you're from Colorado. Did they? Did it come in neon?
2: No, just black. Your fave.
1: Oh, that is my fave. Except for the old schools, I got the pink one. So, anyway, all right. Uh, is that all for your shoutouts and callouts? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, we were on leave. I was like, wait, is it? Is, are we still on me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so my call-outs are to Brittany and the TNC. Heather, I'm going to see her on wow, Saturday. Wow, you just said call-outs. I said, do you, are you done with your call-outs and your mm-hmm. shout-outs?
2: No, you said my call-outs are oh,
1: to Brittany and the TNC. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Run the tape back.
4: So Run the I, tape back.
1: See that little Rafi did not cheers on camera and that I said call-outs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my shout-outs are to Brittany and the TNC. And Heather, I get to see her on Saturday. I'm excited about that. Z Mary Jane, Ulysses, Nina Hartley, Ray Morgan, Bex, Tamara Haller, Lee Bruns, Tim Ortez, Whitney, Von Carmen's Olive. uh, To Luke Chastain, I forgot to give an extra shout out. Last week we were, well, maybe two weeks ago, we were asking about if uh, a woman's lips upstairs match the downstairs, and he said that vaginas are always a surprise and they don't correlate. So we got an answer uh and let's see scott marquez he sent me a little gift in the mail that was super sweet and i sent him something and i hope that he uses it at our next uh house party shout out to trice shout out to dr jen she was the first person to send me i got my first christmas card was from dr jen and i meant to say that last week and i never said anything And it was a super cute card and to Kelly Lundquist. And last but certainly not least, to Lauren motherfucking Kelly for sending us a cameo that fucking made my night. I will watch it over and over again. Uh, the things that Allison says in it are magical and wonderful. And it just brings me back into realizing that she fucking loves us, Lil Robbie. <laughs> Does she? Okay. <laughs> sure. She said we were foundational members of the Allison people. Okay. Oh, gosh. what more do you want? A reach around? My God, man. Oh, really quick. I have another shout out. That is, well, I just finished a Bud Light Seltzer ginger snap from the Ugly Sweater Collection. Uh, but my other shout out is to, oh, let's see if I can figure out how to use a bottle opener. Oh, almost got it. Almost got it, guys. Oh, my God. You guys can't see
2: this right now, but she's doing the thing where you stick it in your (laughs) eye.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say something else. Okay, so I'm drinking a Brewhouse Rarities Apple Pie Blonde Ale 7.2%. So, good night, everybody. All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Mm, Wait, do we have a BFF hotline call? My bad.
2: Exactly what I was about to say. If you want to call the hotline, that is You can also be featured on the show just like these fine people. First of all, we have um, a couple of texts. We'll start there. All righty. We got one. And it says, here's a hey, hey, what does Dr. J say? I say stop being lazy when you're trying to be funny. If someone or something, an animal, in parentheses, is acting, quote, unquote, crazy, autistic, etc., don't rely on a label to explain what you mean and want to, and want people to do the work. Say the dog sucked because it was antisocial, not because it happened to have something similar to a stereotype you have heard about. And at first, I thought she was talking about me <laughs> listening to the BFF show. Um, but no, we do not use uh, ableist slurs on this show. And so thank you, Jen. She also said, please start calling people out on their shit guests co-hosts etc i think that's probably what made me think it was about us (laughs) or about me Um, but i'm glad to know it was not thank you jen also we got a text that says hey rafi how did you know about allison getting busy with dude on the show i love gossip and at first i was like who the fuck sent this to me because they didn't put their name but it was demian because we have a thread going here so The reason I know that, I think, is because the last time he was on the Monday show, we're talking about Bill Schultz. Mm. um, I think he mentioned it there. Or she did, actually. And also, I think that's where I knew that he had dated S.E. Cup as well. But I could be wrong. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Listen to that. You tell me. (laughs) And then also, we have some voicemails. Uh, first, we have one that I think we're all expecting by now.
0: Hello, Lisa and Rafi. Guess who? Yeah. Probably know, right? Me, Damien, just want to say hi, checking in. Don't have much to say today, except I'm wishing everyone well. On this holiday season. I hope everyone's doing well. I do want to say I appreciate all of you BFFers out there. Um, when we chat, when we comment on Facebook stuff, or even a, a DM here and there. You guys usually make my day, and it really feels great to be having friends all over, even if we can't be in person, to know that someday we might be together again for the first time, for those of you we haven't met in person. So, um, and one last thing, thanks, Whitney, for making me think about pie that I can't have because it's too far away, so thanks for that. And the rest of you guys, take care, and I'll see you later. Bye.
2: Again, thank you, Damien, for calling in. And, Lisa? Yes? Last week. Shortly after you left Megan's apartment, okay, I got a text from Megan saying, Hey, what's the number to the hotline? <laughs> and it's like, Hey, how about listen to the show? We say it 100 oh, times, ooh, 818 ooh. BFF 0732. But plus, I just texted I it to her. It,
1: plus, it's on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs>
2: said, Yeah, she said, Where's the number? Uh, everywhere you look, Megan. And I was expecting <laughs> a call from Megan, but no, we got a special one. Oh. Here you
4: go. Hi, this is Julie Parkansky from the great state of Wisconsin, just a few miles south of Lambeau Field, home of the Green Bay Packers. I am the mother of your superfan, Megan Parkansky, and here's a few shuttles. This is for Lauren Kelly, top commenter, Lee Animal, Dr. Jen, Whitney, and the Olive, Lee Bruns, Demian Trice, Scotty Scott, Ray Morgan, Kelly. Joanna, Paul, Bruce, by Dan, Lila, Luke, Claire, Michelle, Ulysses, and special shout out to Rafi
0: and my friend Lisa. Thanks, Lisa, for the fruit. It was delicious.
3: Y'all have a great holiday. Bye.
1: That is the best call <laughs> ever!
2: <laughs> yes, and uh, Leela, I believe she meant to say Leela, not that's, Layla.
3: I'm assuming that's what she meant, but I, you know, at this point, I'll I'll respond to all Anything a, with I'll, an I'll, L.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, okay, let's start from the top. Um, okay, first of all, I'm so glad we finally have our new segment in play here. Uh, hey, hey, what, did, what does Dr. J-, J say? I can't even get it right. It's like Allison saying, oh, please, or no, thank you, or whatever she says. <laughs> um, so we're going to have to use uh, some sort of a jingle for that. Um, and... Demian, I love hearing your voice every week. It's super fun, and I agree. Uh, Chatting with Allison people just, it makes my life better, and it's a daily basis. I wake up talking to a group of people, and we go on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and I see people, you know, Lil Rafi and I, maybe super spreading it together, but... (laughs) That sounded gross. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, this group is, is really awesome, so I'm glad he's calling in, and I hope he does every single week and then for julie to call in that just made my fucking day she Mm -hmm. sent me every single christmas superfan megan's mom julie sends us like a whole buttload of wisconsin cheese and like cheese curds and little meat sticks and some i mean so good and i just love that i just love that y'all are in my life so superfan megan i love you and julie you're the best any comments on that ralph
2: Uh, I completely agree with everything you said.
1: Oh, cool. All right. Now, shall we talk? You know, so call on the BFF hotline. If you can't figure it out, text one of us. We'll let you know what it is. (laughs) All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Yes. Okay. Annie Letterman was back. And um, I have to say, I was a little put off by this episode. And I don't know if it was just me. This is the first week that I did what Rafi does, where he listens to the show usually twice. So I listened to it once without taking notes and I was like in my head of so many things that I wanted to talk about, but I'm like, I need to sort this out because maybe I just need to like let it settle in. So I listened to it again. I wasn't as mad the second time that I heard it, but in the beginning when she was talking about being bummed that she lost her phone and all of her nice texts, she was talking about really being sad that she lost all of her positive affirmations and compliments from her powerful men. And I thought, was that a joke? I
3: I was also very put off by by that and, and I couldn't tell if she was joking or not but I
1: couldn't either like her self-worth is tied up in what men powerful men think of her I, like what
3: Joe Rogan thinks of
1: Right. <laughs> I almost pulled my headphones off. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Oh, and sorry to into your eardrums cuz that one. Um but and later when she talked about her um her feminist uh, uh, group in Santa Fe kind of like unfriending her and dismissing her. And she's thinking it's because of her rape story. And I'm thinking it might be because of her view of uh, putting so much importance on men uh, and their, you know, support or affirmations. I don't know. I-, I really wanted to find it as a joke, but Allison didn't laugh. And when I listen back, I'm like, it sounds like she puts a lot of importance in that. I don't know.
3: I got the sense that she puts a lot of importance in it, but is also like very aware of how she shouldn't, I, I feel like she made some comment about, uh, you know, she shouldn't, uh, you know, be so validated by that. But no. like, I just, the, the number of times that she said powerful men really got to me and just like, I don't know. I, I overall wasn't a he- I found this episode to be kind of a bummer
1: and okay I, okay then it wasn't I, just me
3: <laughs> no no and the whole like like I don't know I I do not care for Joe Rogan and uh, like her just like
1: uh, worshiping her worship
3: yeah, yeah exactly like he's and I don't sorry anybody who has Alex Jones and and lets them speak and lets, you know it I just don't trust that person
1: I think wow. I was so, I, it's what's weird is I was I was never off-put by her before and I don't know I, there were so many things that were wrapped up in the men and the Me Too culture and like that kind of like, I, I don't even, like when she was saying um, what was the guy not Crystalia, but like the other guy maybe it was. Yeah.
2: Louis C.K.?
1: No, there was another guy um, something. The oh. Hispanic guy
2: the bald guy Oh? Cal,
1: Cal something. oh that guy too uh josh josh collin or i forgot I his first know. name but there was another guy too the um, joey diaz yes um, oh so where she's making excuses like well women sleep with guys to get ahead it's like okay that's one thing and maybe you say something off the cuff, but when you're talking about underage girls and when you're talking about rape or you're talking about abuse or you're talking about doing things that are against what people are signed up for, that's not, you know, I'm not giving you permission to do this. This is against somebody's will. That is a different story, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed like she was kind of very dismissive. And for someone, it is so strange when people, and I've, I've heard other women talk like this, too, that have been through rape or abuse and the way they talk about it is almost... It is, I don't know if you've watched NXIVM, the whatever the show's called, I finally watch it and like they kind of tell you that it's your fault for being bothered by being abused or raped. So it's like this fucking gaslighting circle and when you let, when you make it okay for somebody to do it, that's why they're going to keep doing it. You know what I mean? And it seems like she was just kind of like okay with all I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, I found that whole conversation also bothersome. Uh, Although I was, I, I had forgotten about Christalia and that, that clip of him realizing that you can take a screenshot of Snapchat and oh my God. How, how much joy I found in it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun.
1: Rafi, did you, were you off put by this episode at all? Or like, what was your point of view on that part of it?
2: So when I saw the Patreon notification that she was going to have her on, I, I confused her with Molly McAleer at first. <laughs> and i was like oh shit she's going to get into the jackie stuff and so i was like kind of excited to hear it and i was like oh wait this is annie letterman i was like no she's like okay in my book yeah. she's she's like she has a very chaotic energy to her kind of like molly but in a different way um That's i very
1: well put you're right she's very chaotic it felt very uh, i felt uneasy listening to her it's very all
2: over the place yeah there's there's like a a thing, I don't know if it's just comedians or what, but there's like a thing where I don't know if they're playing it up, kind of like like I mentioned on here. If you listen to the show, you would think I'm an alcoholic and I'm not. <laughs> but I wonder, like, if you if I knew these people, like, do they, are they actually this dysfunctional mm-hmm. or or are they just playing it up? But I don't know. I don't know. Her. But I was curious to hear more of Jen's thoughts because she she was saying that her her comedy heroes are Rogan and Louis C.K., and, right. and I wanted to hear her thoughts. I'm guessing she's kind of like saying what you guys were saying about how th- the validation from these two guys was so important to her. But I can see why, especially like she mentioned, the situation where someone was trying to not pay her and... Rogan helped her get paid it sucks that a guy had to Mm, step in to make it happen but I mean if someone did that for me I would be appreciative of that and I would you know think highly of this person so I get why but at the same time it's like these are guys who are so depending on who you're talking to like they're like really regarded as kind of scummy people (laughs) for lack of a better word when I was watching this, because I, I, I just rewatched the YouTube version, I was thinking, like, is she even promoting anything? Like, why is she mm, on?
1: Right, that's the first thing uh, I usually think when she, when Allison announces a guest, I think, okay, do they have a book? Do they have a new show? What did it? What what is it? And I guess she was was she just on just to keep her name out there because she's a comedian? Maybe.
2: Well, this the cynical person in me, which is 100 percent of me, was <laughs> was wondering. So so we were I don't know if we were talking about this in the text message or where, but we were talking about how she was one of the people in the Whitney Cummings Esther Pavitsky like in-person hangout thing where they were doing like rapid testing, but it's like, is this really safe? And I was thinking, is this and and uh Allison has been critical of uh Whitney Cummings for this, and I was wondering, is this her way to be like hey, Annie, like maybe she's trying to get the dirt or maybe she's trying to like say hey annie remember me we're friends and then one day annie will be like oh you know who'd be great to invite is allison because she's having fomo or something i'm just like making up a, a <laughs> bunch going... of scenarios yeah, in my head like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm just like well why was she on like the hat movie kind of is recent oh, so maybe, i get it
1: but they didn't really talk too much about that i mean they did a little bit but
2: yeah, yeah well annie, annie said that she promoting... like can't <laughs> talk too much about mm-hmm. it so i get it but i don't know i'm always curious why people are on that's a good and... point
1: She doesn't really need a
2: reason to get her on, but she
1: doesn't. And Allison, a lot of times, just has people on because they're repeat, you know, guests, and she just likes to have them on to keep herself in the in the loop. But aside from all of the off putting stories or conversations, I was there were a couple of stories that were hilarious, and these are the kinds of things that I like to hear about people's lives, her parents, her life, um, her parents' porn, her dad's excerpts. I'm like this, and like. The thing with her, her brother, like this is like a porn tape that they all knew about. Yeah. I mean, and that the dad confronted them because it was missing. And it's like, if I was the dad and my like, my money shot mixtape was gonna be like, you know what, just make it a new one. I don't want to know that my kids are watching what I'm into. Like, that's horrifying. (laughs) And the fact that it ended up in a VCR that ended up in... A best buy and ended yeah. up in somebody else's home potentially is like i want to hear that story like that whole yes. story is so great i want to know more yeah
2: it's times like these where i wish the internet sleuths could like yes. really track it because i want to know who bought that and like what they thought but um i'm just adding this for when i edit i don't forget money shot mixtape is going to be the name of this episode <laughs> <laughs> um I think she said that the money shots weren't actually part of it Right. so
1: that would be my uh, I would, video <laughs> oh,
2: yeah I, I i would love to see what was on this video she said that somebody was like saying a blowjob and they actually There's like blew blow- on the guy's dick
1: <laughs> well and that's the thing like so your dad's not just in a normal like money shot <laughs> stuff. he's into really weird things like into this girls that are just actually blowing on, on Ron Jeremy's wiener, Like it's just very strange to me. I, I feel like, you know, when they have, uh, there's been a few comedians that have done sitcoms or dramedies or whatever it is about their let's based on their life. This would be such a great episode to like watch play out or just this storyline is just really funny.
2: Okay. So maybe this was like kind of a mix of like hot scenes, but also like porn bloopers. Um, (laughs) I, which so, is nina I hartley
1: is the one that does uh porn bloopers that's what that's all i know about nina hartley not the, not our lovely bff nina hartley but go ahead
2: okay i don't know how i found this oh my god but oh and I so saw quickly a... too
1: that's so strange <laughs>
2: no 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 i i it must have been on reddit there was a video of a guy filming a porno he was the video guy And he's eating a donut. And then he feeds the donut to the dude while he's having sex (laughs) with the lady. And then the look on her face. And so everyone was like, this is fake. They're not doing it. And then someone was like, oh, no, here's the link to the actual video. And so I sent that to a friend on Twitter because I was like, who's the only person who I could send this to? And it won't be creepy. Uh, but if anyone wants to see the scene, it is fucking hilarious. D- it, DM me on send Twitter. It it, <laughs> yeah.
1: Send it to me on Twitter, um, just in my feed. Thank you. I'll do that. I had a friend, and it's somebody that Allison knew, um, the guy that sings in the band for the, you know, the guy um, mm-hmm. that Allison lost her virginity to the to the other band members. So the lead singer guy, he was into like some really weird porn. And he had like the weirdest porn collection, and all on VHS. But it would be like, just. There were some like (laughs) porn Olympics (laughs) and like full vintage Bush, like everything, just, just some weird stuff. I'm like, you're into some weird stuff, man. (laughs) So Hmm. he'd probably be familiar with all of these things. The other story that I found weird and interesting and the fact that Allison like kind of just didn't like go and unpeel this onion, but, uh, Annie's family had a gardener who was a cool older guy that hid beers for a young Annie. Yeah, Lederman. that was I'm like excuse. Kind of weird. Um, if our gardener was hiding beers for my teenage daughter, I'd be like, "This, what?" <laughs> I mean, okay. And then he spilled the beans about the switch switching the dead dog for a new dog. And I'm like, "What is? Maybe this guy had some more uh, more to do with their family than, than she thought."
3: Was he the... I thought
1: he was the neighbor. Oh, my mixed name the gardener and the neighbor? (laughs) I could be.
3: (laughs) Either way, though. That's another
1: porn. Still a weird story. (laughs) It really is. I just... But, like, how do you... Like, how do you... Hey, I'm gonna hide you some beers, or do you just do it and leave a note? Like, I don't even know how you facilitate this interaction. It's very strange. I also think it's funny because they kind of went on a little Ellen rant a little bit, and... (laughs) I thought it was interesting that they thought that Ellen could not be a cunt because she's a lesbian and a woman. <laughs> but it, she can't be. She must be so nice. It's like mm. <laughs> I
3: I don't know if you're familiar with Northampton, Massachusetts, but it, it was considered I think it was given the name Lesbianville, USA at no, one
1: point. Way? Um,
3: it's it's like the lesbian capital of the world and like this area is, you know, there's a lot of two mom families. Um, Super family. Megan, <laughs> I can I can tell you right now that there are plenty of white lesbians who are just like the cuntiest cunts of all time. <gasps> really? So, oh yeah. Like I mean, they're you know it's just people in general are awful. So yeah, I mean
1: that's you could be awful
3: no matter what what how, what your orientation.
1: That is very true. And what's interesting to me about El- like when Ellen came out on her show and all of the stuff that she did, like her, her show was awesome. I loved her show. Mm -hmm. And when she came out on it, it was like this, she really like crossed some, you know, boundaries, but like was like a a trailblazer and was super, super awesome. But when she had her talk show and also, um, what's the other lady that had a talk show? That's also kind of a bitch. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie. So, both of them when i would watch their show which was very a small amount um they came off as very fake nice and i didn't i never felt i just felt like there was like a lot of uh, there's an underlying cuntiness to both of them that i mm-hmm. was just like how are people not seeing through this and like the same point that annie was saying she's like how come all these like middle-aged like straight white women are like into these shows of these like <laughs> secret <laughs> like I don't know why I'm saying the c word so often. I don't usually. <laughs> it's just slipping right out. But um I I she didn't like go under my radar. What is that the right way to say it? Anyway, they both they both seemed like they were they were hiding being like actual meanies and just pretending to be cutie patooties.
3: <laughs> I feel like I remember my dad reads the New York Post a lot and so when I was younger and Rosie O'Donnell was, like, at the height of her career. There was a lot of, like, headlines about her being not a nice person. So, you know, I have to believe that it's true. Although I did love her in *The League of Their Own. Oh, my God. That's I'll what never I forget it. It's my fucking favorite movie. It's the best. That I I love that movie so much. It's like,
1: if I was at home, like, if I'm sick, that's, like, my comfort food movie. I just recently... Mm-hmm. That and Mermaids are, like, two of my probably top movies to watch. But, uh, but yeah, that... That movie is so good. That's what I wanted to be for Halloween, but I'm like, we need like a group of people to be some peaches over here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to just show up alone. <laughs> Tom
3: Hanks, finest work.
1: Oh, yeah. And Madonna, I mean, I wanted to open a laundromat slash bar and call it the suds bucket. Like, that's my dream. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Love it.
3: Oh.
1: What about you, LaRaffi? Do you want to join in on that? <laughs> Are you a Rockford peach? Uh,
2: never. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. Um, mm. I'm not a fan of Tom Hanks. I am in the minority. I'm yeah, um, also you're younger. definitely.
1: Because your what? experience with Tom Hanks is like the like the Burbs and maybe Joe Versus Volcano.
2: I think the Burbs came out when I was like months old. Oh. <laughs> no, my like I All think that's a first time. Tom... <laughs> I think I'm like Forrest Gump to Ugh, Cast no. Away era. Yes. But okay, not, I've so never the wrong seen era. any of these. <laughs> you gotta well, be like maybe.
1: splash big yeah even bigger really the, sad on the, oh i've like, seen big. um oh,
2: i've seen a movie so called good. splash uh,
1: money pit okay Laura.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um no what i was gonna say is about ellen going back to ellen i i need to know what she does like what makes her so cunty like she's a rich white woman i expect her to be a bitch but like what does she do because Annie Letterman said, "Like her level of cuntiness is like way up here. What does she do? Someone tell me. But just like, being you know, mean is not enough.
1: I feel like, and the, uh, they're also doing the the giving her a pass thing. We're like, if it was a man, then it's fine because men are dicks. And it's like, yeah, they well, shouldn't get a pass either. But still, it's to me sounds like she's more abusive than um, just mean. But I don't well, really
2: know. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm giving her a pass because mm. she's a rich white woman. Mm. Like, why wouldn't she be a dick?" I need to hear some horrible stories. And then I'll be like, oh, she's terrible. But right now, the people I think are terrible is like, um... God, okay. I can't even think of anyone. Wow. Oh, like, like uh, Cosby. Terrible. Okay. Uh, okay. You know. At like, first I was like, like
1: how could you hate Bill Cosby? i like, oh, wait. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't like pudding? What's wrong with you?
3: Well, well so,
1: I, was I just did Cosby a quick show.
3: Google. And one person is alleging that Ellen tried to get her fired because she had chipped nail polish while (gasps) she was serving
2: her food.
1: Oh, okay. That is some
2: entitled I think I remember hearing about this. But see, that's... Someone else say?
1: She said, never look me in
3: the eyes. Okay, I was
2: actually thinking, what if Mm -hmm. there was, like, you can't look directly at me, like, that kind of thing. See, these are... Okay, what's the... Who's the actor who threw the phone... At a hotel worker.
3: Oh, um, uh, uh the Australian guy, um, yeah. Russell Crowe. Russell
2: Crowe, him. Oh, like see that yeah, is that's... abuse.
1: Okay. If she's like not, she's doing uh psychological abuse, not physical abuse, right? But also demeaning. It's more just demeaning. That's like you're treating someone as a servant and n- just no. I, I've worked for people like that too, where they're like, you're not allowed to call me by my first name. You are not allowed to do this. And I was like, okay. Guess what? I'm not going to be in your house again. Thanks. But, and I've been called the help before. I've been called a lot of things where I'm like, all right. Because I'm going to start stealing from you. <laughs> Good luck, guys. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that is what happens. But um, that's, oh, it was a long time ago. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I-, I
2: hope the statue of limitations has run out on that one.
1: <laughs> the statue? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah it's statue
1: (laughs) bless you so uh let's see so we talked a little bit about the vaccine and they were talking about the vaccine and talking about people that are scared to take it and i kind of feel the same way that annie does and maybe the same way that her her leader joe rogan um does that like maybe i'll be second in line but like hey we're like millionth in line anyway so like we're good like i would like some people to go through it first before i do because i am a little nervous about it but i'm gonna take it and the people that aren't gonna take it can fuck right off so uh,
3: yeah. okay
2: i i was talking about this before there was ever a vaccine with my sister like many months ago and i was like you know i'll probably wait like six months you know just let some lab rats you know try it out first but then I like once it was announced, like oh yeah, these are the vaccines and they're they're coming soon. I was like, you know what? I'll fucking take it. I don't care what's in it. I mean, the shit I put in my body, clearly I don't care about it. Right. So bring it on. First of all, and second of all, it's like if I got the, right, I would probably be fine. But at the at the least, I would have to miss some work. And at the worst case scenario, I'd be spending thousands of dollars on hospital bills mm. or I'd be dead. But So, what's what's the downside here? I'm saving myself some money.
1: Yeah, I feel like you are... F- yeah, I think it's... Fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I wa- I so, you give it you, to me. I'll take it. Yeah, give it to Rafi first, and then <laughs> we'll see how he turns out, and then we'll go from there. But also this idea that, that people are worried about being microchipped and that we're you know whatever mind control stuff it's like first of all i don't know we all microchip ourselves with our fucking phones Mm -hmm. and like telling the world where the fuck we are and what we're doing and what we like so i don't know what we're so worried about like even if we were microchips, it's like okay who cares (laughs) right (laughs) i ain't got nothing to hide i said ain't really okay um And then the other thing is like it might change, I don't know, it's some sort of mind control something or other. And it's like, well, first of all, don't you have fluoride in your toothpaste? Don't we all know why we all have fluoride to make us all docile? But we still take it, so apparently we're fine with it. We're okay with mind control. (laughs) Um, But really, the people that get their kids vaccinated anyway, or that we all were vaccinated, like why is this so different? I just don't understand what has gotten into people's minds that this is the one that is the mind control one.
3: What I will say is there are a lot, like I don't when I was a child, I don't recall anybody in my universe not being vaccinated. Um, That was just like not a thing. And now that I work in a school, the number of people who are opposed to vaccination for whatever reason, be it, you know, religious or, you know, because they say that it causes autism, which it doesn't, uh, you know, the number of people who don't trust vaccinations has really exploded in like the last ten years anyway. And then we also have this like population of people who are already a little like into conspiracies anyway Mm. and now they've been like at home on the internet for almost a year. Fueling the fire. Oh my God, it's nuts. It's so crazy.
1: Allison and Annie were talking about it's like then there's the people that aren't gonna take it. So or the people that get it, and okay, we're all vaccinated, our friends and family are, or, I, I don't know, it, it's just going to be so hard to how are we going to know who is and who isn't, and I guess if they aren't, then they can get sick, right? I mean, I don't I don't know how any of this works, but we just all need to get on the same page, and that's just not going to happen.
3: I, <clears throat> I think at, at a <throat> certain point, like, I'll get the vaccination, I'll social distance, I'll wear a mask, and then, like, after I don't know, six months or whatever. If there are still people who are at risk for COVID, for their own selfish, I'm gonna just not care about them.
1: And I think that's fair. I,
3: I, yeah, I'm I'm so sick of people being selfish. So
1: that's the thing. I'm ready way, to be a little
3: selfish myself.
1: Right, and and in good with good reason though. I mean, there's you look at other cultures and other countries that are like, we're just gonna you know take this seriously and be scientific about it and care about each other and in our country we're just like i swear if it if it was if trump wasn't in office during this pandemic i think the the outcome would have been much different i think people would have been a lot less crazy about what's going on there there still would be it because there are the anti-vaxxers already but i don't think it would be as big as it is i mean he's
3: still calling it the china virus Uh. so
1: and he's spreading it throughout the whole White House, and it's oh, like,
3: it's mm-hmm. disgusting.
1: Now it's not the China virus; it never was for starters. No, but
3: it came from Italy on my coast.
1: God, I I just I'm, uh, I just can't wait for that trash to be out of the White House. Okay, yeah. Um. Anywho, I mean, we're trading it for a rapist, but you know what? Uh, and I know I said allegedly on the last episode, but of the last time, but like, this is like, uh, you're so bad that we'll take. Uh, an alleged rapist. Yeah, that's how bad you are. <laughs> yeah. Fuck out. Anything else for Monday before we do LK's Childish Chat?
3: So then we're talking about like existential <sighs> angst when she was a small child. Oh
1: yeah, uh, that was I can relate J-Mos. to that. Yes, that's right.
3: I, I think I did that a lot as a kid. Like, like, you know, just weird super philosophical anxiety thinking late at night.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty deep and I think like that I think I would think like that, too, but I never announced it. I always just would just be silently in the corner, just, like, yep. thinking my deep thoughts. Like, nobody needs to hear what I'm thinking about here.
3: Yep. Kept uh, it to myself.
1: Yep. And that's why every week I turn on a microphone and yell into the world. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll be heard.
4: <laughs> oh.
1: All right. Let's do LK's Childish
4: Chat. Some of us listen for Allison. Some people listen for Allison and Greg, some people don't listen at all, and I can understand that. So I will give you Childish Chat, highlights and lowlights in case you care, hope you enjoy my Childish Chat, listen to the segment if you dare, yeah! Hi Lisa, hi Raffi, hi friends, this is LK with some Childish Chat. Um. So... <laughs> We know that Allison likes to read reviews, um, and she'll read a positive and a negative, usually, of her own podcast uh, on the Thursday show sometimes. And so she was trying to read uh, reviews for Childish, and she was reading a negative one. And she got as far as to say that uh, Greg was described as a stupid, overconfident dad. And he was like, no, don't read (laughs) it. And Allison never usually gives up on something once she wants to to read it or say it or do it so but surprisingly she was like oh okay and she dropped it and didn't read um that that comment so that was really weird because I I know I know Allison and I know she you know she picked it and she wanted to read it um they were talking about how companies are doing Santa Claus uh differently this year so that kids can still see Santa um there's contactless Santa Claus at um, Cabela's, and they said at another place, I, I don't remember, um, where Santa is behind like a clear shield and wears a protective visor, and the kids can sit on top of like a present near him for a picture. Um, and then they said that you can also get like a Santa Claus uh, Zoom call, like a five minute Zoom for your kid with Santa. Um, and they were Talking about holidays and everything, and and talking about how Allison is is Jewish, and how they found out Daniel is even a little bit Jewish. Uh, they found out from Twenty Three and Me, and Allison said they're thinking about adding Hanukkah next year. Um, and Greg mentioned in the news that John Robert Altman wrote a book called Boys Dance, and it's for um, it's a children's book to help normalize um, boy dancers uh, as role models and you know, to show that dancing isn't just for girls. And that's great. I love anything like that. Um, They were talking a lot about homelessness. I guess uh, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of homeless people uh, where Greg lives in Venice Beach. And um, yeah, I really feel for uh, people who are experiencing homelessness right now with COVID. um, And also with, you know, the cold weather coming in places like here. Um, Anywhere, really. It's, it's a, hard thing. Allison said that um, Elliot gave up his pacifier, which he called his uppy, um, and that he basically did it on his own, because he has the pacifier with the uh, stuffed animal attached, the wubbinubs, and I guess his stuffed animal came off, and they can't substitute it or fix it, and, and then he just decided that he doesn't need it, and Allison said that he also told her on the same day that he decided to give up his pacifier that um, he said, "Mommy, I don't want to use diapers anymore, and so I don't think that he really got anywhere with that yet, but she said she was surprised that he said that in the same day um and yeah, I'm always impressed with how kids can make a decision and and just follow through with something. It reminds me of when um William, my son, stopped sucking his thumb because he went to the dentist, and they you know were telling him, and we had told him too. We said the dentist is probably going to tell you to stop sucking your thumb." And then the dentist told him, and then he told us that he was giving it up, and he just did it. And then sometimes we would catch him sucking his thumb in his sleep because it was so natural for him. Um, But then at some point, he stopped even doing it in his sleep. So we were super proud of him. Okay, so Greg's low was annoying to me because it was his own fault. He said he was watching Big Mouth on Netflix with his whole family, and it's like so um, sexual, (laughs) like, you don't want to be watching that with your teenage kids, I wouldn't think, um, and he said that there was, like, an animated vagina, and it was talking about how to come, and they talked about jerking off, and he said he usually laughs a ton, and he didn't laugh once, because he's sitting there, you know, with Jojo, and with, you know, his family, and I, I just thought, why would you watch that show? (laughs) He said that it was, like, raunchier than normal, but that show is always, like, I would never... I would never watch that with my family, so, um, and then Allison, her low was that her her nanny is in the hospital with COVID, and I feel bad for Allison, I feel bad for her, I feel really bad for her nanny, I hope that she's okay, um, and I feel bad for Allison for kind of, like, making light of it, and joking about it, and saying how... Not not joking about her having COVID, but joking about it kind of on the Thursday show, saying, like, did my nanny ghost me? And maybe she doesn't love working for us and wondering why, because she had surgery and would be out for, um, I forget, like three to four weeks or something. But now it's been five to six weeks and she hadn't heard. Um, So, yeah, Allison heard from the nanny sister that she has COVID, is in the hospital and very sick. So I hope that she is okay. Um, and... Allison uh and Greg were talking a lot about saints, and I grew up Catholic, also I went to Catholic school, and they were saying Saint Francis is the saint is the patron saint of the poor. I always heard him uh being the patron saint of animals because he was always my favorite saint. Maybe I'm totally wrong about that um, and they said that Saint Christopher was the saint for for lost souls or for lost things or something and I always remembered it being I thought St. Christopher was like you have your St. Christopher thing in your car to keep you safe I could be wrong um and uh St. Anthony is for when you lose stuff because my family was pretty Catholic and they would always go like oh when you lose something uh you go dear St. Anthony come around something's lost that can't be found and then you'll find it if you pray that enough um (laughs) so I hope that everyone is doing well. Um, I like y'all so much. Bye.
1: Oh, Lauren. It's always good to hear your voice. Um, I First of all, Lil Ruffy, are you reviewing Childish now?
2: It, no, why?
1: Because <laughs> she read the negative one.
2: <laughs> oh, the negative one. Um, I forget what she said that the review said, but yeah, he's a dumb idiot, whatever. I know, it, it wasn't said. as
1: mean as what you would probably, I mean, it was like too nice for what you would probably say.
2: I will say that, uh, I was going to say Scott, no, what is his name? Greg <laughs> is stupid because <laughs> he's watching Big Mouth. I've never seen the show, but when you watch these shows, that you know, it says TVMA, it has language, nudity, whatever. And if you choose to disregard this warning and watch it with your teenage daughter, uh, you've got no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, Demi. I
1: That's can all. agree with that. I watched, I think I watched part of an episode. I'm not good with uh, animated shows in general because I'm not a child. So it's kind of hard for me to watch stuff like that. That's animated, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I watched it because Colonel Jeff. Uh, gave a ringing endorsement for it that it was such a great show. So I'm like, oh, if Colonel Jeff likes it, I'm just gonna totally love it. And I watched. It. I was like, oh, it's a cartoon. And I started watching. It. I'm like, this is not for me. And yeah, that's not the family TV watching. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. I don't know what Greg's thinking. He's not thinking. I told
3: my mom to watch it, but I did not watch it with did her.
1: You? <laughs> You're all we'll watch it together in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. I don't know. It's just weird. He, I don't know. His wife drinks wine with his daughter and they're watching these weird porno cartoons. I don't know.
3: I don't love Greg Fitzsimmons.
1: Maybe I'll start the show with that. (laughs) Well, thank God that Lauren listens to Childish because I can't listen to it because of him. It's too much. And to be honest, there's uh, I think Allison doing a ch- or, uh, a parenting podcast is such a great idea because it's fun and it doesn't have to always be about parenting. It's just shooting the shit with parenting as part of it because you you're still you know it doesn't have to define you that much. But but with him, I just can't listen to him anymore. I just can't. It's just not pleasurable. So Lauren does the Lord's work and every every other week, so that she can just recap it for us and we can hear her voice instead of Craig's.
3: Can I also just interject? As the token Jew here, that uh, Saint Saint Francis is the patron saint of animals. I forget which one they thought he was, but and also Saint Christopher is the patron saint of travelers.
1: Okay. I like the Saint Anthony uh, little prayer. Just I'll have Lauren's voice in my head saying it over and over again when I'm looking for something. Rafi, do you have any childish chatter? Are you good? Did you watch the video? Nope. Nope.
2: I did watch the video, but I don't remember much about it.
1: I was Um, going to, but then I was like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna like have a glass of wine and get in the tub early instead. Fuck (laughs) it. (laughs) That's what I. Yeah,
2: I think I think whenever the chat is not exciting, because I know Lauren was in there and I was in there. If the chat is not exciting, then I really don't care. And it's just like on as like background.
1: That's a very good point because the one time I watched the video, because the chat room is a mix of of Greg fans, Allison fans, and Childish fans. It's like a mixture. It doesn't feel like like we try and talk, but nobody like talks to each other. And then it's just kind of like, eh, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we talk about Thursday? Let's Finally, finally, we were her little Christmas pa- pant Hold on, panatona, <laughs> panatona, sent in by me on Patreon. <laughs> uh, Alex,
2: it's you... pronounced pantaloni. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: she pronounced it panatoni, which is fine. On on Patreon, I said that this would be a seasonal nickname for Tony. I thought it was pronounced Panatone, so I was thinking Panatone Zone. Much like forgot not much like forgot tone. Not 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 forget Tony. Like even Tony's saying it wrong. <laughs> He's probably like, why is this bitch trying to give me nicknames? Every goddamn week. Um have either of you had first of all, I I've never had Pan-a-to- Panatona. I've never had it. Uh, Every time I see it, I think I want to try it. It looks dusty, like those um, Mexican dusty bread desserts that I don't care for. So, I feel like it would be a waste of carbs to eat it, but some people say it's delicious. Have either of you had it? I hate raisins, so I don't think I would like it. Okay.
2: And I had never even heard of this oh. until earlier this year when i saw one and i sent you guys in the group text chat a picture of it and i was like wow what the fuck is this because it looks like a gigantic muffin and i thought i would mm-hmm. like it but if it's got raisins <laughs> it can go fuck itself
1: different flavors but in general i think they, it is like a raisiny dried yeasty bread <laughs> um i see it can every single right? year at christmas time and i'm always like shut up just get one and try it but Trader Joe's now makes a single serving one and so now I feel like I need to try it and for the group recording now that it's a carp it's probably going to be part of it when we have it in 10 years
3: Um, I don't know what mm-hmm. it is about Christmas treats where there's some of them that like look like they're going to be really really good and yes. then they're just like dry and horrible we always have a stolen yes. for Christmas morning and that I want it to be so good and every time I'm surprised that it is not good and I it's don't like it. It's a very
1: similar look except for it's got all the white on the outside, right? Yeah. And so it has that same kind of like, it looks like it would be dryish bread on the inside and like the panettone, like just, I don't, why are we punishing ourselves? There's so many delicious desserts out there and even I'll take a fruitcake over all of these things because they're, not, they're I think they're underrated. I think they're quite delicious. They're fine. Not delicious. They're fine. They're, they're, they pass. Especially if you soak it in some rum, but you know, or brandy or whatever you put in it. But I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think there have been a few things where I'm like, I'm going to get this, um, Yule log or whatever. What's the other name for it? Uh, um...
2: Uh, Bush de Noel.
1: Thank you. Bush the Noel. <coughs> um, I I think if you make those homemade, they're probably good. I've only had store bought ones, where I'm like, this is another dry thing with some weird frosting in. it. I don't know. It's not. It's not good. It looks fun though. Looks like a log on your table. What's more fun than that? <laughs> but the big muffin is funny because it's like what uh, wh- I've never seen it on a table. So how do you how are you serving this thing? Like a big like a wedge? I don't know. I think you cut it like well. a cake. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what I would think.
2: Hey, Lisa, you know what they say about Big Muffin's oh God. Big Muffin Tops?
1: <laughs> Ew, top of the muffin to ya. So I watched the video, which I don't typically watch the Patreon video, but I watched uh, part of it. And it was really fun to see Tony's festive background and, and Tim's, like, crazy lighting. It looked like he was in someone's basement. He really did. Uh, Jackie's pink tree was cool. Allison's lights that Daniel did for her. Like, it, was nice. it, it set the tone, the, the panatona. It was cool. I liked seeing it. So, you know, if you're not on Patreon, I think that's a nice bonus. Like, the bonus episodes are great. I am so not cut up on most of them. But this kind of stuff where you can go watch, you know, Tony being very, like, bothered by Allison asking him to do anything is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face is like, oh, fuck. I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs>
3: Well, I was screaming at my radio when she was telling him to look up giraffe poop, because I knew that the answer was wombats have cube-shaped poop.
1: That is and... so funny. Okay, I think Lauren even thought that, too, and I did not. I But I feel like, who has not seen giraffe poop? I feel like everybody has. Like, that's Yeah, if you've you been to it. the zoo. I, right. If you've been to the zoo, and they've all taken a dump, and it looks very much like horse shit. It's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I did not know wombat poop was in squares, but the fact
3: it's so they can like it, like it doesn't roll and like get into their living space or so. It's it's for efficiency. I remember reading and thinking like, that's the smartest thing I've ever heard.
1: Even their colons are smart. Their fingers are like. (laughs) live in space oh sorry
3: <laughs> <laughs> i sing that so much it's crazy Me
1: too. and you know what's I, sad like i will hear the commercial and i'll be like tony and i'm like no <laughs> nobody knows what you're talking about
3: see and i don't even have the commercial here like really? my only reference for that is is jackie johnson singing tony Jackson. <laughs> oh so, i i i would love to have that drop in my life just her her singing a lot of things would would make my day brighter i think
1: So that is one thing I was thinking about when she was on this episode. I I may have thought about it before, but she needs to do voiceover work for a cartoon. Her voice needs to be like, I'm trying to picture like she'd be the voice of like a horse. I don't know what I was picturing, but like she would just be a very good um, voiceover actor.
3: I find her accent to be just like very pleasing to the ear. I have a coworker
1: with a similar one.
3: Really? I love it. I love it. And a lot of Southern
1: accents I don't love, and I really like hers as well. There are some that I'm like, I don't know if you're, like, a serial killer or what's going on with this voice. But, like, then there's some, like, Nina Hartley's is, like, precious. I fucking love it. I hope that doesn't sound like I'm talking down to her, but, like, I love it. And Jackie Johnson's. Kevin Porter also from Texas
3: and he, he also has a pleasant accent so. he
1: does and he has such a mild he's from the same city that I lived in when I was in Texas but I didn't I didn't I didn't grow up uh, I wasn't born there so I didn't. I don't have the, the accent but my dad still does kind of have that accent well he lived there a lot longer than I did but anyway um, but yeah it is pleasant I, I would I, I, I don't know I want to see in like behind closed doors not in a creepy way into Jackie and uh, Ben's life, just yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see this lifestyle. They just,
3: I don't. Well, especially she... if he has taking Zoom calls with Ben McKenzie of the OC.
1: I like... mean, yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's so much. Well, she's just taking a quiet D in the, in <laughs> the bathroom. <laughs> like this is a not a lifestyle that I'm familiar with at no. all. <laughs> so uh, Jackie moved to Sherman Oaks, and I. Now that you live here, Lil Rafi, in California, you're more familiar with L.A. and how deceptively far everything is. And, like, in your mind, you think Hollywood, Los Angeles, they're all pretty much the same place. But it's like everything's so fucking far from each other.
2: Yes. (laughs) Um, I'm about to look up where Sherman Oaks is because although I've been to many places in my short time here, I don't know where that is. I think I have an idea.
1: So there's a Sherman Museum I really want to go to. The whole family history is like everything about Hollywood and Los Angeles is interesting to me. But um, yeah, Sherman Oaks. I don't think I've been there. I'm sure I've driven through it. I have no idea. But I love the fact that Jackie finally got to give Chooch a yard and um, all he all he is she right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and all she cares about is uh eating squirrel poop but also i love that allison just went on a scatological rabbit hole like she did not want to it was like let's just bring this show down i are to a screeching halt like i need to know what animal <laughs> has what let's find out what giraffe square poop is and tony's look on his face where he's just like oh this is what i'm doing and all I could think about was the fact that Colonel Jeff would have had the answer before she even got done an- asking that question. And I feel bad to say it, but I think that Tony is not fitting the Allison requirements a- at this point.
2: Okay, wait a minute. Okay. First of all, Okay. Uh, I looked up Sherman Oaks, and if... If you're looking at like Burbank, Glendale to the east is Pasadena. I learned that not too long ago. And then if you go to the west, it's Sherman Oaks. Like it's it's far, but not like crazy far from where Allison lives. She also, she's like, oh, I don't know if we want to say, right. give give too much info. You live in Sherman Oaks. By the way, Ben Glebe lives there. I'm boxing right. <laughs> my fucking nanny practically telling right. you she's got the COVID. Yeah. Uh, But let's not tell
1: anybody that Jackie lives in Sherman Oaks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then but, um, and then Tony, I feel well. First of all, he's he's. Sorry, I have like ten things in my head right now. So he didn't look up the giraffe poop or whatever it was because he thought Allison just wanted him to look at it. uh, (laughs) Obviously, and describe it. Yeah. That makes
1: good podcasting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's just odd for him to think that. But yeah. we all have brain farts, so I'll let it go this time. Okay. Okay. But, um, oh shit, see now I've forgotten everything I was going to say. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. And as for the drops, I'm going to cut him some slack now because mm. over the internet, it's hard for two people to talk at once and for you to hear them both. Mm. So when he plays a drop, there's going to be a delay, someone else is going to be talking, like it happened, Jackie was talking when he played some drop, oh, a a Jackie drop of poop stuff. Well, even, Um, and
1: and he did, and Allison talked over it too, but I think it's because she's not used to him doing drops uh, without having to ask for one, so I think she's not leaving space where she might with Colonel Jeff, but also, like you said, there's a delay, so it's kind of hard.
2: Yeah, so it's it's not an ideal situation for him to be doing drops, and now that he's attempting to do more drops, it's now we're like we're obviously we're just gonna compare him to Jeff. Obviously, so it's like man, these are so poorly timed. But <laughs> yeah, have you been on a fucking Zoom call ever? <laughs> it's horrible. So yeah, I'm cutting him a lot of slack.
1: Well, we'll cut him some slack on that. But what about there were a couple of things here, so. At minute twelve thirteen, Tony calls Allison out for not introducing him to the show. <laughs> okay, she was the first time I did. fucking She did. Like Panatona, forget Tony. Like we're basically talking to you.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like it'd be one thing if we're twenty minutes into the show and we hear his voice for the first time. Right. But if right at the beginning he's talking about the carb, that's you've been introduced in a way. True. We don't have to formally introduce ourselves like we do on this stupid show but it, I, I i know what's going on i i heard him he's there
1: and that and that it's is true enough but for that me. i think there were two times i think i laughed out loud and that was one where i was like oh <laughs> look at tony trying to like
2: lay down the law would yeah. he do this with uh his other show with oh. that lady what's her name i forgot oh. exactly so yeah, exactly. Okay. so this uh this 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 is kind of leading to something I was thinking about. I was washing, the, I was doing my washing my dishes. I was doing the dishes <laughs> when I was listening to this episode, and when they got to this part of her her poop sling, I was <gasps> laughing out loud, and I had the thought in my head that this is the first time since I don't know when where I thought this is her show. Mm. Like this is what it should be.
1: Right. I. I so I'm totally curious agree. if you guys. I felt thought that way. It was funny. I love hearing just with I love that Jackie's an open book and she was like, "I've got a poop story." And it goes into this like rather like it's funny, but it could be just like whatever. It, like this is a show. It's a show about nothing, and that's what we want to hear. Like this is funny. Like especially in these times, this is a whole new layer of I have to function in the bathroom while my husband's working because we're all here and sharing spaces. And like, now you're making a poop lasso. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. I, I I do have to say, I think the fact that Alison, that Tony called Alison out, I think that geared Allison up to start calling him out because she called him out for something else. And then she was testing him like, okay. When she was talking about the, when, uh, jackie was talking about the poop lasso allison's like okay tony what i want to hear a drop right now what is it i thought he was going to play the crap chat i thought was what she was asking for i find a lot of joy in pooping ah so like i don't think he passed the test but then she was i don't think she hunkered down on like i'm gonna like lay down the law here she's oh that's a good one that is true (laughs) or whatever
2: so okay so with the testing uh yeah she did say oh why did you look up the poop for this animal so quickly but not for the giraffe right
1: that's what she um, them out. yes yeah,
2: yeah yeah yeah. so that was one thing that was uh odd but with the with the drop she said yeah that's the one i was thinking of which is good and but it is weird of her to be like play a drop and let's see if it's the one that i want you to play how about you tell him because
1: he, he doesn't doing. know all the and he time he clearly doesn't he, know <laughs>
2: yeah he's not jeff he doesn't he probably doesn't even remember the jenna one because he didn't really produce when she was on she was already gone
1: yeah exactly yeah i i think allison just needs to accept that tony is tony and if she wants colonel jeff she needs to just call him to come join the show again and i'll come watch the kids i mean (laughs) it's not the weirdest (laughs) thing in the world
2: (laughs) so i'm curious uh Who amongst us uh, decided to try the poop lasso the next time that they Uh, went to the restroom?
1: (laughs) First of all, you know my pooping situation, Laura. But I don't really have to be quiet. Like, I'm not that close space. Like, if I have to go, I'll go in a different bathroom than is close to other people. But also, I have done the thing. And this is probably a JMO or it's something I learned on the show. Or it's, I don't know what. Where you, like, lay... If you are in close quarters, which... I've had to amongst friends. You have to kind of like be quiet about it. If you lay a couple of like pieces of toilet paper in the toilet, that um, muffles the sound.
2: Okay. Um, Have you tried the
1: lasso? You sound very excited about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, because I I really want to, I don't want to see, but I'm so curious how she did it because you'd have to stand up for one Hmm. or else how are you going to lower it down? Um, well
1: she's very skinny She could probably like bend around And just kind of
2: She would have to be so skinny that There was space For everything You know what I'm not gonna oh, yeah, Continue see, down I... this path
1: Maybe it's through the front though
2: Like
3: I and... was imagining she had like woven Sort of like a, like a little sling That just sort of like hung underneath The mm. toilet seat
1: But you have to be pretty sure about the size and shape Of like and the velocity of, like, <laughs> what's coming out to control yeah. it. So uh, props to her.
3: <laughs> very impressed.
2: So in the, I think in the group text, Jen said, like, oh, you just, like, run the water and, like, play, like, some nature sounds on your <laughs> phone. That's the dead giveaway that you're <laughs> yeah. dropping a deuce. Right. Come turn on, Jen. Turn the water
1: on while someone's on a Zoom call in the very next room. It's like, oh, why don't you turn the fan on, too, while you're it?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what I do if I'm in close quarters is I just grab my trumpet and I say, I'm going to be practicing the (laughs) trumpet in here. Don't mind me, guys.
1: This is like my usual trumpet time.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 6.30 on a Sunday? Obviously. Trumpet time.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So speaking of music, they talked about live music at a COVID test site and that at first, like when Alice is like, that's pretty sad. And then Tony's like, well, what if you really love playing music? You're like, well, here's my opportunity. They're probably not getting paid. But I was thinking it's just people that are like, this is going to make news. This is going to get my name in the headlines. This is something that could make me something. But I think if I was going to go get tested and there was live music, I'd be like, well, I don't, what are we doing here? Is this a festival? I don't understand. Can I get a corn <laughs> dog? I don't know what's going on here. I think I'd be confused. Yeah, I,
3: I mean, if it, from the musician's perspective, I guess it's, like, something to do, because there's nothing to do right now, but I, too, would just be, like, a little confused as to why there's live music here.
1: Yeah, I would be like, am I in the right place? I don't, maybe I went to the wrong thing.
3: See, like, I just, in, in all, like, medical settings, I expect Uh, some, some like, NPR classical. (laughs) Right! You know, uh nature sounds maybe i don't know but certainly not a live band
1: no and to all the people out there that are playing in bands what what are your thoughts let us know
3: you know i actually went well, to hear some socially distanced music uh in october it was very you? strange yeah it was in a in a field at a farm you had to stay in your little awesome. square
1: <laughs> that it, sounds kind of awesome
3: Honestly, it's my dream because it was super quiet and you know there's nobody standing up in front of me and I can see really well and I don't have to worry about some like drunken dude dancing into me. It, it, if that's the future of concerts, I might be okay with
1: it. Yeah, I'm into that as well because that all you're like you said that's the part of going to live shows that fucking sucks. Not being able to see, not being able to hear, and having the drunk man or woman pushing into you spilling beer on you cigarettes being burnt out in your hair that kind of stuff gum people whatever. talking
3: over the music yeah even if people are talking they're 10 feet away from you
1: you can't hear them i like this
3: yeah it's I, i'll i be okay if we have to keep this six foot distance thing just in general like people not standing so close to me in line
1: yeah even uh, the drive up ones where it's a drive-in thing I'm like so you can actually listen to music and watch the band and you don't have to fight for, you know, a yeah. drink maybe those bring it to your car I'm like this is kind of sounds awesome <laughs> I agree I agree
2: So during this part they were like I'm with Tony I think if I was in a band and they were like hey come play at the fucking Dodger Stadium parking lot I would be like yeah fuck it let's do it but he mentioned, you know, if there was something that you loved that you could do, wouldn't you do it? And I was thinking, what would it be? And much like Allison and them, I was like, go, go to restaurants and, and eat food. That's exactly,
3: exactly what I thought. I just want to go out to brunch.
1: That's all I oh, want. Oh, amen.
3: <laughs> <sighs> my favorite meal. Yeah. My
1: and favorite.
3: like truly the only meal that I can't really
1: recreate at home. Oh, absolutely. Because who's bringing you Balamas Mimosas and... The rest. Well, the whole I mean,
3: point is, it's like somebody else is serving me because yeah. I'm sleepy and a, v-
1: a bunch of variety of things. Yeah. Just, yes. Sorry, I just went into a, like a daydream of like being at brunch. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a nice. I once went space. to the most elaborate. It was a Easter brunch buffet at a very fancy hotel in a very fancy part of New Jersey, and it was like. I I still dream about that really? that brunch. And like it was just like every single delightful thing you could think of to eat, they had it. It was so good. Oh. Charcuterie, uh all the desserts.
2: Yeah. Oh, so good.
1: That sounds amazing. Well, Raf, you and I have brunched before, yeah.
2: Uh have we?
1: Well we've we drink at ten, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's brunch.
2: Of course, we have Lisa, and I've also been to an Easter brunch and paid like seventy-five dollars oh, for right. scrambled eggs and waffles. And, <laughs> and actually, here in Burbank, I went to a um, all-you-can-eat brunch, and yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'm getting my money's worth on mimosas, and yeah. that's what I did.
1: Kind of what I do too. I think me, my my friend groups, my my god, I'm getting drunk. My friend group and me this is like the reason why there's a time limit on tables (laughs) i think we (laughs) caused that problem uh we would get there at like well let's be honest my friends are kind of like late to everything but like i'd be there at 10 i'd be drunk by the time they get there at 11 and we would leave wherever it was at like 5 p.m and we're just like just leave the bottle on the table (laughs) yeah probably not good um so speaking of Eating, I guess. Uh, well, and horrible shows, which we were not talking about. But Vanderpump, I don't know if you guys are fans. I know Ruffy, you're not. I don't know if you are, Leela uh, a fan of Vanderpump. My only
3: knowledge of Vanderpump comes from Allison uh,
1: <laughs> So I, because the new the season's out, I, I'm late to it because I have to wait for it to get to Hulu. So I, I will listen to Allison talk about it and I'll be like, oh my God, I cannot wait to watch it myself. But at LA PodFest... A bunch of us allison fans because you know she's a vanderpump fan we all went to dinner at sir so that was like an extra layer of awesomeness and i thought the food was quite delicious mm. rafi you had a bite of my steak you liked it right
2: yes and i think i liked whatever i got
1: i think you and got a steak my... too you just ordered it wrong <laughs> oh
2: god and And me and Megan were there early having drinks, and we met Erin, who is a lovely person, and she let me have some of her drink. I think all the drinks were good. All the food was good. Like, nothing to, like, go out of your way for, but it was all perfectly fine. It was good.
1: But the ambiance was cool. Like, I think I saw one person that was possibly on the show. I think they film in the summer, so we were there off-season. But um, I want to go to all of the places. I fucking love this show. It's ridiculous and kind of gross but I, I, I do love it and I make fun of people for liking other shows but I watch this trash so who knows I, I think Allison needs a Vanderpump podcast I'm, I'll be listening to that so they talked about Christmas songs and I think what Tony said was so correct and I never really thought about it but he said that the Mariah Christmas song which is a good song it's a great song was like the last modern great one that's ever been created i don't know of any like uh, the christmas music to me is everything you know old all the good music from before and i think that her song which like he says probably like 30 years old it was like probably the newest song that was actually a really good christmas song and the atrocity of song that daniel's mom likes and the embarrassment that it was country like everything about it i was like this is insulting my ears my brain, country music, musicians in general, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> just everything is insulted by this song that made me want to do damage to my body. <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
3: but I have very strong feelings about Christmas music in that I love very specific Christmas music Same. and it's weird I was just thinking about that Mariah Carey song and how there aren't any like new original Christmas songs that are any good, um, but actually, my some some of my favorite artists have just released a bunch of Christmas music because I think they have nothing better to do. And uh, I I love most Christmas music and I'm very excited for it, except for that stupid Paul McCartney song, Uh-oh. which I hate. <laughs> I hate that song so much. <laughs> I hope that's not anyone's favorite Christmas song.
2: I. I actually don't hate that song. Like, I get why people do hate it, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it, but
1: I don't, like, celebrate it. It's kind of like, okay, it's on.
2: This, oh, uh, I looked it up. Uh, Mariah Carey's song came out in 94, so it's only 26 years old.
1: Okay, I graduated high school
2: that year. I cannot believe that she said on a recorded podcast that she doesn't like it.
1: What? How can That's, you not like it? I, I, and and for me, I don't like Mariah Carey. I don't like any of that kind of music and
2: Well, you're wrong, but still. No, but
1: that song is great. It's a great song and I like it. And it's it's one of the last great new Christmas songs. It's 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 good.
2: The only thing I will say is that because everyone does love it, it gets played a True. lot. Oh and yes. It's probably close to that ACDC territory where, like me, Uh I know on paper this is good. And when it first came out, I'm sure it was great. But now it's been played so fucking much that whenever it comes on, I want to slap the nearest person to me (laughs) because I'm so angry that I'm hearing this bullshit for the billionth time. Um, so if that was her argument, then sure. This reminded me of the 31-day music challenge that I'm doing on Instagram at Uh-oh. RMCGS. I, my favorite part of this, aside from like the combos that will start, um, is that I get to see who of my Instagram friends I am musically compatible with and who I do not want to go on a road trip with because we will (laughs) Uh not agree on the music played and I will have to jump out of the car or steer us into traffic.
1: So how are (laughs) we going to go on this BFF road trip, Robby? Because I know.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, the only way to actually do a road trip, right, is like everyone gets a certain amount of time and you just go around. So, uh, Lisa, I hope you like French Montana's uh, Pop That on repeat. <laughs> I will be uh, inserting that into the show.
1: Can you insert my heavy eye roll, please?
2: <laughs> so they started talking about the music, uh, current contemporary Christmas songs that have been put out by people. And I'm surprised Tony did not mention this because it was played on his show, Feliz Navi Pod. Sarah Watkins is the wife of his co-host of that show. And she came on an episode and at the end they played her amazing song. I just want to spend the holidays with you. That's what she says in the song. So I'm guessing that's what it's called. And that's a great song. And I played it last year during the Christmas episode Mm. or just look it up. It's a great song to listen to any time of year.
1: How do you feel about listening to Christmas music any time of the year?
2: Uh, I do it when it's Sarah Watkins. I want to spend the holidays with you.
1: Um, so Lauren talked a little bit about this on Childish and the, you know, Allison was airing the Nanny's Wears last week and this week she's like, oh, by the way, she's got COVID. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, I feel like first of all, they dodged a bullet because they could have all gotten COVID from this lady. But also, does she want everybody to know she has COVID? I don't know. I feel like there's way too much of of, uh, the nanny's personal biz going out on the airwaves here. At
3: work, I deal a lot with the confidentiality of COVID Mm -hmm. and, like, who is allowed to know who's tested positive or been in close contact. And so that whole conversation made me so uncomfortable. The amount of medical information of this person that she is sharing is so inappropriate. Uh, I, I was, and based on something Leanne Ward said on Facebook, I, I think she was even, even more, uh, open with this person's info the previous week. Um, yeah, I, if if I was the nanny, I would be uh, a little annoyed to be frank.
1: Yeah. I think if you like, I said last week, if she wasn't ghosting you before, she's gonna quit now. (laughs) And then she doubled down. This was like, oh my gosh! All right, well, the thing is, is I know with doing these shows, there's a lot of sharing things that maybe people don't want to be shared, like with, like me with my personal life, Allison with her personal, like we all just kind of like speak into the microphone. But I feel like that just kind of crossed. Like she doesn't want to talk about, like we said, like she doesn't want to say that Jackie lives in Sherman Oaks but she's like but my nanny's got COVID and had her lady parts taken apart I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean and she she has a certain you know respect with Daniel too where they only share a certain amount of things so it's kind of like it's kind of interesting that she just kind of felt cool to just I don't know do you think it's because she doesn't think she listens I don't know it seems kind of strange to me
3: yeah it- it was very odd. I yeah. didn't understand.
1: Anything else from Thursday before we talk about the JMOs Or our fave um, Mo's?
3: I think, I think my only Thursday thing is part of a J-Mo's. So.
1: Okay. Okay. So I have... I'm going to read the ones from Monday really quick, even though we kind of talked about one of Annie, so we'll just read one of hers. Um, she takes one piece of popcorn at a time and takes the hard piece and bites it and then squishes the other side?
3: I couldn't, that's so weird
1: i yeah i think that's definitely just just a her thing i've never heard i eat my popcorn one piece at a time but i don't manipulate it at all i eat
3: weird stuff on my popcorn but oh, i eat it like a eat? normal person um <laughs> <laughs> so i i typically put some nutritional yeast and, and oh soy gosh. sauce oh yeah oh and sometimes like if i'm feeling really fancy some like white cheddar powder ranch seasoning like i like all sorts of weird stuff popcorn. but i do not like butter on my popcorn
1: that okay see i'm such a like and i could say i'm a purist because i like the butter but that's still a topping but i like movie theater popcorn extra butter layered and like i'll eat some candy with it but i don't want candy in it like i I just i just like i love extra butter salty popcorn just straight up that's it
3: You know what? Now that you're saying movie theater, like it's been so long since I've been to a movie
1: theater. I do like that's
3: the fake butter of the movie theater or real, who knows, but I will eat that if it's there.
1: And that's one thing I was thinking about the future of like, are we going to get to go back to the movie theaters? I don't know. Well, so
3: around us, you can you can rent yes. an entire theater for like not that much money. So for we you had and that too, friends.
1: but I think since everything's been shut down again, you can't anymore. But uh. for like a hundred bucks, I was like, oh my god, we need to have a Christmas part, or like a New Year's yeah. part, something at the movie theater because I mean, like eighty percent of going to the movies for me is a popcorn, and the rest of it is like seeing the movie on the big screen. So. I really like going to the movies. So that would be Me too. That would be nice.
3: I'm very easily distracted. So like Same. I have a hard time watching movies at home. I need like, I need the big screen and very loud and, and all the I lights even off. I get distracted
1: and... at the big theaters too, but like way less, like much yeah. less than being at home at home. Like yeah. I will not have my phone in the room. I just need to be watching the movie, but I still get distracted if, especially if I'm by myself.
3: So I'm like, well, I always want to like look stuff up on IMDb yes, and to the I, point where like it yes. annoys people. <laughs>
1: Did you know that guy was, it's like, no,
3: we're watching. Yeah. I'm looking at <laughs> trivia. It's, my catchphrase is what was that guy in? Or <laughs> like, where do I know that guy from?
1: So my husband does that with every single like kids cartoon movie. He'd be like, yeah. Oh, that's the voice from this is the, Oh, I know who that <laughs> one is. I'm like, can we just watch the movie though? <laughs> I'm like, Oh, is it? Okay. Um, I'll just find out at the end. I'll be like, Oh, that was that guy. That's cool. I'll read it in the, in the um whatever. Um, okay, so some of the other JMOs. Tim says he needs when he needs to write something down, he opens up email and starts an email to write it. And I'm like, okay. And everyone's uh, like, what about notes? I don't understand why. There's so many other like avenues of yeah. stuff where, I, I, if you're already opening something up, why? Unless you're emailing it to yourself and then you're gonna read it later, but then still that doesn't make. That's sense.
2: <laughs> that's what he was saying. That he'll open okay. up a email do a draft and just leave it there for later but then it gets all you know it's all random it's not organized so this led into convo about the notes app which is my go-to for all my organizational stuff and a game changer for me was when I started saving every single internet password into a locked note
3: yep and
2: it's Whenever I go to some new stupid fucking website that makes me sign up for whatever dumb bullshit, (laughs) I immediately go to my notes and my password one, and then I type it in there, my whatever username I used and the password, and it's a fucking game changer for me because I am very forgetful. But this, this led into talk about dark mode and cool people using dark mode or whatever. I use the dark mode. Uh, my phone's actually in dark mode right now, but it normally isn't in the daytime. So they were saying, why shouldn't it be the other way, where it gets light at night? No, if wow. you're in a pitch black room, you want a fucking white screen blinding you? No, of course not. But then also, the iPhone has this thing where it turns the, so the uh, screen. Or yeah, the like it turns it kind of orange. That's for the blue light. But the dark That's mode is I just so that, you like, don't blind I'm yourself. Having
1: something wrong with me because i'm like what's going on like what can't i see right
2: <laughs> and of course you can turn it off
3: well, i didn't realize that the cool people had their phones on dark dark mode i, I just either, thought but... it was the way i had it
2: it's yeah. just yeah. About, like, smart great, people
1: but... yeah
3: i just prefer everything in my life to be black and like oh. if i can make my phone and you know like anything that'll allow me to have a darker background I'm for it I I exactly
1: um Danielle Lynn said she prefers cherry candy canes over regular. I think that's garbage, but maybe that's just candy me. Candy canes?
3: They're such a dangerous candy. They get uh, so sharp and uh, then you like hurt your do. mouth. They do. You, get, you like,
1: can suck it right. They get very sharp. <laughs> well, they get like little,
3: like, you know, you, your tongue gets like cut by the side. I'm not a fan of candy canes, to be honest. Plus, sometimes I have found some people use the same candy canes every year on uh. their tree. you have to be really careful. Like, you can't just grab a a candy cane off a tree. This is true. Because it might be 10 years old.
1: And I, for the first time this year, I have the same candy canes on our garland that goes over our doorway. Because I'm like, nobody eats candy canes in this house. So I'm just going to use the same ones. And by the way, they're all broken. But but from hanging, you don't see them. Yeah. I don't think anybody, for me, I'm like, do people really eat candy canes? I don't, I will sometimes if I, if it happens, I'm like wow, these are really good. I should eat these every year. I'm like, but I never do. It's too much work. I, I break it when I open it. It's a it's, lot of work. It's and a it's lot of commitment.
3: Work. Like it's a lot of candy.
1: Yeah. And then the little ones are probably better, but then you end up chewing them too quickly. I don't know. Oh. Cherry ones are like Ludens. I don't want a cough drop. No, thanks.
3: Have you ever had the, I think it's like Starburst makes a yes. it's Jolly Rancher. Every year tarts. I
1: try to get the kids like some new flavorful one that was fun. Yeah. And I think I ended up probably throwing most of them away because they're like these are cool, and then they never ate them because it's like it's work. I don't know. They're they're great decorations though. They look cool. Yeah. Plus the meaning of it. Am I right? Uh, the shepherd. What the
2: fuck is the meaning?
1: It's, it's, it's the shepherd's thing, and the two colors, the blood, uh, all that. I'm Jewish. I don't. Know these things. <laughs> well, you knew all of the patron saints. I'm just saying. Well,
3: you know. <laughs> I don't
1: know the the important stuff. Oh, <laughs> um, like candy canes. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's a deeper meaning, but let's get back to the Jewish thing in a minute. But um, the Apple Unlimited said stop behind expensive cars, and she pushes on the brake more. I feel like we're having the same JMO just kind of like regurgitated out in like a tiny bit of a different form every single week. Um, the pressing and, on the
3: brakes one
1: yes and yet yeah. lauren kelly has a bunch of favorite JMOs that have not been read i know i have at least one like maybe we need to stop repeating these same ones
2: you know what i think lauren should do mm. apparently what a kimmy thing did mm. text it to allison did you but guys hear this i
1: heard her say that and i rewound it because i'm like she said text does a Kimmy thing have her fucking phone number? Or that's what I was wondering. Tweet? Or does
2: she mean tweet? Yeah.
1: Or does she mean, like, yeah. I, DM I like, somehow. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because then later she says something about DM. I'm like, but you said text, so now a Kimmy thing. Uh, Kimberly, you're supposed to be on the show soon. And I, I want to get down to the bottom of this. Do you have her phone number? Um, but she also said cake hole or pie hole. Mm. Uh, we've heard them... Both, I guess. Have you guys heard yeah, cake hole? I, I mean, have. I think I may have heard it once, but I've always, you know, pie hole pretty much growing up my whole life. Pie hole. Laura? Yeah. You all about that pie hole?
2: <laughs> you know, I think we oh, need you're about to the have hole. a. hole. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to to uh, please the olive, we have yes, got to discuss yes, cake yes. versus pie yep. and apparently red velvet cake.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I. And by the way, I sent in a red velvet cake, J-Mo, back in the Gary days. (laughs) So Von Carmen's, all of you, may not like me for this one. (laughs) But he says that red velvet cake is not the best chocolate cake. I would have to say it is red-colored light chocolate cake. It's almost flavorless. And what gets me is the cream cheese frosting. I don't want cream cheese frosting. I would rather frosting be light, like a whipped cream frosting. And even buttercream is better, because if it's real butter. But, um... Maybe I should let you guys talk first before I just go down this... Uh... Well, wh- what do you think about cake or pie, Lorafi?
2: Okay. So, you know Chiro? how I am with sweets.
1: That's where I, yeah, I, I'm not I. big
2: on the sweets. Yeah. So, I... <sighs> You know, this is one of those things where I don't think it really matters that much. No. They're they're so different in my mind that I would never compare them.
1: Oh, that's a very good point. They are so different. And yeah, if you're it, in a desserty mood, you're not like, should I have cake or pie? You're like, I'm in the mood for a cake. I'm in the mood for pie. I'm in the mood for a Snickers. Like, they're, that's like comparing candy bars to cake. You're right.
2: But that said uh cake all the way all, all, all day or whatever
1: <laughs> yes so this is what's funny is and i can't believe that allison even brought it up but the whole time i was like oh this is like a whole this is a, a corolla trope that he used to talk about and then she brought yeah. him up and i thought the fact that we're still talking about this is funny but i like it and but what he would say is you can't say oh if you've got the best cake in the world it's gonna beat some pie you have to be like The cheapest, grossest versions of both, what's better? Is basically what he would say. And he would say, like, a cheap old pie is way better than some dusty old cake. But, I don't know. To be honest, if I was sitting there and I'm, like, seeing cake or pie, I'd probably go for cake in general. But i probably like pie more. But I have to be in the mood for pie. Cake, I could probably be in the mood for more. I don't know. It's a real conundrum.
2: I don't... I don't think I've ever had a proper red red velvet cake, but now I'll be on the lookout.
1: Yeah, Well, you should have been on the lookout like 10 years ago when they were on like every single. (laughs) Yep.
3: Well, first of all, I love red velvet cake, but I also love cream cheese frosting and cake in general. Um, If I had to choose between cake or pie, I would choose cake. Um, I'm not super into pie. I like pie crust and like, Mm. you know. But, like, I I don't love, like, a like a custard pie or a cream pie or, like, any sort of, like, really liquidy pie, I guess. I'll eat, like, a pecan pie. Ooh, yes. Um,
1: I'm making that later. Pecan pie I pies. like anything with, like, a streusel on top. So like a...
3: Oh, like, an apple like a crumb or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, overall, I, one time I had an apple pie cake. I don't even... It had some sort of, like, layer of graham cracker pie crust. In it, and it was really good. But overall, I'd say I'd choose cake. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that my favorite cake is carrot cake.
1: Okay, so I think that you're, I think you're pinpointing something that we're all not focusing on. And I had forgotten that red velvet cake has cream cheese frosting. I don't like cream cheese frosting. I think that's why I don't love red velvet cake and why I don't love carrot cake. But I will eat it, and Mm -hmm. I will every time I eat it, I'm like, this is surprisingly delicious because it really is but in my mind I like don't think about it and when I eat it it's way better than I think it's going to be but what so what about red velvet cake do you like besides the frosting do you actually like the cake is it because um, it's a lighter chocolate flavor is it the color I think it's because it's
3: a lighter I, I don't love like a dense shot mm. like like a flourless chocolate cake can get my <laughs> face. um you know, I, like a like a chocolate, you know, yeah. I'll I'll have a bite, but like I I just don't need all of that. Um, so I guess it's like lighter, it's pleasing to the eye. I'm, I don't know, I I don't like super dark chocolate anyway. Um, uh, okay, see. Now yeah, we're I was gonna somewhere. say
2: because like I hate I hate when you get a, a, a triple chocolate anything. It's like I don't need. Dark chocolate and then a chocolate gooey filling with a chocolate mm. topping—like who wants that? Some
3: bitter baker's
1: chocolate mm. on top. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it with a glass of uh, port or red wine and be like, "Yes, this all goes together." But yeah, I, in general, I think that's what I—I I really wanted to like red velvet cake because I was like, "This looks fun." But then it's like, I don't. Maybe I don't like. It. It's just I don't. I guess I don't like it. I just don't. But. I would take a carrot cake over a red velvet cake because that at least has something that has some, but you don't like raisins. So what about that? Well, so, I mean, I don't, the, maybe it lends itself enough or hides, you know, most of the carrot cakes
3: I have gotten recently have either not had raisins or had so few raisins that they were not noticeable. I think if you put enough like walnuts in there, it's fine. Um, and the, the carrot cake from Whole Foods, or at least our Whole Foods, is quite wonderful, and I don't think it has raisins.
1: Oh, maybe I need to try I- I'm not drinking carrot cake. So, um, but not red velvet cake. By the way, I saw they had a blue velvet cake, and I'm like, that I'll get Ooh. behind just because uh, <laughs> because of the the movie, yeah. the song, the plus it's cool looking. Um, but I wonder if it's got like the same you know heavy frosting. Um. Yeah. Now I want some cake, but I am making pie tonight. But I maybe I should make cake instead. <laughs> okay. Um. I guess. Oh yes. I will take a savory
3: pie. Shepherd's yeah. pie. Shepherd's Cottage pie. That's my favorite. Give it mm-hmm. all to me. <laughs> yes.
1: All right. I yeah, totally boy. agree with that. So we have the pie hole here, and they have like. Well, little Raf and I went down a, a hand pie conversation last weekend but they have the savory hand pies there and they have Mm. i think every month they have a different flavor they had cheeseburger one that had pickles in it like that's kind of awesome (laughs) but it's just like a little empanada or like a little whatever it's just yeah chicken pot like anything in like a pastry shell yeah i feel like so that's another thing i was gonna make tonight what am i making oh i'm making puff pastry but i'm doing um sloppy joe filling with cheese on it in like little puff pastry bites Apparently, I'm hungry. (laughs) 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 But anything in a bite or a pie. See, that's the thing. Like, I think I like pie more, but I'd probably choose cake in general because I'm more in the mood for cake. But pie is definitely better. I don't know. The buttery crust. It's all about that crust. And you're right. The custard. You gotta have a little something. You gotta have something more in there. Substantial. Okay. I guess that's a good place to end it. Well, actually, could I just say one more thing, which is that
3: I, Jackie Johnson's conversion to Judaism. Oh, thank you.
1: I wanted to bring back. Thank you. Let's go back. Okay, we got the token Jew on. (laughs) on. Okay, so what do you? That's me. How do you feel about her converting?
3: I love it. Okay. I I don't want to suggest that I think that Jews are better than everyone else, but like (laughs) I do, I do really uh, identify with the Jewish side of my family a bit more I'd say than the not Jewish side. Um, but I, so I, I very much appreciate that she is, is converting. Um, I think it's very sweet. Uh, I think it's always really fun when like a very not Jewish person converts to Judaism. Yes. Um, and, but when she said that she connects with the food, yes. I just like.
1: And I was yelling me. Passover. I'm like, Pass- yep. Passover. Yep. They, That's they my skipped favorite. over like, all that food is so good and so my, good. my friend is not Jewish but she's obsessed with everything Jewish and just she celebrates and was hoping to marry someone Jewish so she could get she did not but she when she heard that yeah. he had like a very distant relative she's like okay you got <laughs> something but she's just obsessed with it and so she would make us Passover dinner and I'm like this food is amazing and we would go to Cantor's and we go to all the different like Jewish delis Food. A Jewish
3: brunch with oh. a
1: nova platter oh my gosh give yes. it to me Even but our I agree. breakfast on Christmas is we do bagels and lox that's our same pre- with us breakfast uh, uh, yeah it's amazing great I food. mean
3: I'll have bagels and lox
1: right yeah I need all
3: day <laughs> yes. every day yeah um but I this time of year you know everybody I, I'm like the only Jewish person at well one of two Jewish people at work and so like You know, I think people are afraid to say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, Mm -hmm. even though I also celebrate Christmas. And so I just get so much Happy Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. I'm like, that holiday doesn't matter unless you're a child who likes receiving gifts. Uh And it's not a big deal other than the food. Um, And I, uh, yeah, I wish we could make some of the other more fun holidays more prominent. It's just because it's around Christmas
1: and that's true and and that's what people know about and maybe hear about more but the food is fucking underrated and mm-hmm. it needs to i mean everything the latkes the brisket i, I get man of shitty on that wine i'm telling
3: you <laughs> <laughs> well and latka pro tip put some cream cheese and capers and locks on top oh, of your latke yes and it will change your
1: world you're speaking my language <laughs> i put extra Throw capers that on sour everything. cream <laughs> yes Okay, I'm clearly hungry. Um, yes, <laughs> it's, uh, I, now. I think it's a good place in it. Lil Rafi, next Passover, I'm making us. Uh, what, what what do they call the dinner? They just a call seder. It seder. I'm making yep. you, Yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay, Lil Rafi.
2: That that reminds me, Lisa. Have you tried the hummusin? Because I can't get off the kishka. <laughs>
1: let's let's end on the hummusin. <laughs> I'm probably saying it wrong, but I wanted to say Tushin extra for Lil Rafi. Um all right. If you'd like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow show on Twitter at BFNcast, follow me at bfflisa Lowry. Lil Rafi, where can we find you?
2: You can find me at RMCGS on Instagram. There's about a week and a half or so left uh-uh. in the month. And I can't wait to hear your music picks.
1: I know. I still need to get on that um, bandwagon. I know that uh, Dr. Jen is going to do it in January, so I feel like I'm in good company if I end up being lax, <laughs> but I will get in on it because it's fun, and I like seeing everybody's uh, music choices. Leela work with me. G- oh, sorry.
2: Sorry. Maybe I should have included this at the beginning, but I noticed that Leela has been off of Instagram. Uh, she's usually pretty active, and I was no. going to say, oh, why didn't she take part? But, you know. Life is, it's uh, just been crazy. a crazy
3: busy month, but I, I do like I took a screenshot of the calendar nice. and I was like trying to plan.
1: <laughs> okay, so we'll just, do this
3: in
2: January. There are There's a, gonna
1: be other people doing it in January, so okay. we're gonna do it.
2: Good Maybe good, I'll just do it again in January. Yeah.
3: I love sharing like my music with the world and I love getting music, you know, suggestions from others. So I it's, love how it's much a delight. I
1: love Pearl Jam that. Oh my God! I love my heart (laughs) to no end. Uh, (laughs) Where can we find you?
3: Uh, You can find me at Niso Dojo on Instagram and at Stella Goat G O A T on uh, uh, Twitter. Although I I am sad to inform everybody that sweet sweet Stella has passed away, but uh, yeah, it's okay though. Um, She lived a good life, and you know she'll live on
1: in my Twitter. I like that. That's good. That's good. Um, all right. Well, let's. Oh, yeah. So, wait. When is this episode coming out? Is it before Christmas? Yes, right? Tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> we have a week, Lisa. <laughs> I'm losing my marbles. All right. BFFs, you are truly the fucking best. Thank you and good night. <laughs>
0: Christmas Day, and you're many miles away. And I wonder if you feel the way I do. In the air, there's happiness, but in me, there's loneliness. For all I want for Christmas. find you underneath my tree. For all I want for Christmas is you.